Welcome back to Current Affairs, our stories of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. You are in the midst of our second half of 2023 retrospective. This is the second of our two-part series on our most interesting, surprising, and shocking current affairs cases we've covered since the beginning of the year. We'll kick off today with the case of the murdered Detroit doctor who was found in his attic. Case 6, Devin Hoover. Dr. Devin Hoover was a successful neurosurgeon and beloved member of the Detroit community. He had a beautifully maintained historic home where he hosted parties, charity fundraisers, and even weddings. He was friendly with the neighbors and gracious with his parents, and that's why it was a complete shock when he was found murdered in April. On April 23rd, police were called to investigate Hoover's home after he didn't come to a family event he was supposed to attend. Immediately, they knew something was wrong. Sure enough, Hoover was found face down in his attic, having been shot in the head, wrapped in a sheet, and dragged into the crawl space. Initially, police made it seem like there were promising leads. They assured the public that it appeared not to have been a random killing, and that it seemed likely that Devin likely knew his assailant. And five days after discovering the body, the police arrested a person of interest. Since then, however, the case has gone cold. The unidentified person who had been arrested was released after less than a week, although a police spokesperson suggested that that may have been more about lack of evidence to hold them than a conviction that they were not involved. Since then, there has been no new information aside from the announcement of an award for information relating to the case. Recently, Hoover's best friend Jordan Medeiros has been speaking to the press, arguing that by saying that Hoover's killer was known to him, the police either have it wrong or were intentionally misleading the public to avoid causing panic. There is currently a $22,500 reward for information leading to an arrest in the case. Case 7, Bob Lee. Another case from April that made national headlines was the brutal stabbing of Bob Lee in San Francisco. The case had exactly the sort of combination of scandal, money, drugs, underground parties, and general intrigue that captures attentions far and wide. In the early hours of April 4th, Lee, who is the creator of Cash App, was stabbed to death on a dark street in a quiet San Francisco neighborhood. The main suspect was another entrepreneur who built an IT consultancy called Nima Momeni. Nima and Bob had a complicated history. Bob had dated one of Nima's exes and was currently involved in some sort of a relationship with his married sister, Kazar. The previous afternoon, there had been a confrontation between Bob and Nima, where Nima had asked Bob if his sister had been doing drugs or, quote, anything inappropriate. Later that night, Bob and Nima met up at Kazar's luxury apartment. Surveillance footage showed Nima arriving in a white BMW around 2 a.m. He and Bob left in the same car together. Prosecutors now say that Nima drove Bob to a dark, secluded neighborhood where he proceeded to stab him multiple times with a kitchen knife before driving away. Bob was able to call 911 before collapsing on the sidewalk, but eventually succumbed to his injuries. Nima was soon arrested and at an arraignment in May pleaded not guilty. Case 8, James and Angela Craig. Why do people always think they can get away with poisoning their loved ones? March 2023 was a rough month for Colorado resident Angela Craig. On March 6th, she went to the hospital after becoming faint and dizzy. In a text message, she told her dentist husband, James, quote, I feel drugged. His incredibly creepy and incredibly telling response was, given our history, I know that must be triggering, 
Just for the record, I didn't drug you. I'm super worried, though. You really looked pale before I left, like in your lips even. James was referring to an incident in 2017 where one day Angela began similarly to feel drugged. When she confronted her husband, James said that he had sedated her, but it was because he had been considering suicide and didn't want her to interfere. Zooming back to March 2023, a few days after the first incident, on March 9th, Angela was back at the hospital, this time staying for five days. What Angela didn't know was that during her stay, James was arranging for his mistress to fly out to Colorado to be with him. In fact, spoiler alert, James was the reason that Angela was in the hospital in the first place. According to prosecutors, he had been slowly poisoning her food and workout shakes for the past several weeks. He had used his dental practice to order potassium cyanide and would eventually be arrested because an employee had accidentally opened the package and alerted authorities. On March 15th, Angela was rushed to the hospital for a third time that month. This time, she had a massive seizure and was declared brain dead. James would be arrested within the next few days, and soon an absolute trove of secrets came pouring out. According to police, Craig was actually more than $2 million in debt, and his dental practice was hemorrhaging $120,000 a month. He was party to not one, not two, but three separate bankruptcy cases. Angela left behind six children. Case 9, Corey and Eric Richens. In 2022, the Richens family experienced a terrible tragedy. Corey and Eric were celebrating the closing of an amazing new property with a few drinks when one of their children appeared to have had a bad nightmare. Corey left her husband to lay down with her child, and when she returned, Eric wasn't moving. An autopsy would later reveal that Eric had overdosed on fentanyl, an all-too-common occurrence in America today. The family was absolutely devastated. However, Corey channeled the sadness into something positive. Corey wrote a children's book called Are You With Me? about a nine-year-old who loses his father but remembers the lessons he was taught, like Simba and Mufasa in the clouds in Lion King. Unfortunately, it was all total BS. According to prosecutors, Corey bought the fentanyl and put it in Eric's drink with a specific intention to kill him. Like so many love murders, it was apparently all about the money. Corey thought she was going to inherit real estate, a share in his business, and be able to cash in several life insurance policies. Unbeknownst to her, however, Eric had changed the beneficiaries of his policy and his power of attorney to his sister. As it turns out, Eric suspected that his wife wanted to do him harm. They had been having numerous disagreements, often about money, with Corey having stolen from Eric a number of times, and he wanted out of the marriage. The shocking details of the case continue to come out. For example, the day after her husband died, Corey threw a party in a new mansion that she had signed the closing papers for alone the day before he died. Corey has been held since May 8th and is due back in court in September. Case 10, Bonnie Gooch. Bonnie Gooch is something else, man. Decades or maybe a century after the glory days of American bank robberies when financial scams have all gone digital, little old Bonnie Gooch is here keeping up the tradition. On April 5th of this year, police in Pleasant Hill, Missouri, responded to a report of a robbery in progress that was taking place at Goppert Bank. When the police arrived, they were given some fairly surprising information by the teller on duty during the incident. The teller told them that the bank robber had been an elderly woman. The little granny bank robber handed the teller a note which read, It is a robbery. I need 13,000 small bills, not die pack. Five and ten dollar bills. No, Upaton, thank you, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. 
Given the semi-incoherence of the message, it wasn't totally a surprise when police found Gooch in her car in a nearby parking lot, appearing, as court document put it, to be, quote, heavily intoxicated and to have a strong odor of an intoxicating beverage emitting from her person. But this is where it gets even more wild. This wasn't Gooch's first bank robbery, or even her second. As a much younger woman, Gooch had been convicted of a bank robbery in California in 1977. But then, when she was 75 in 2020, she also robbed a nearby Bank of the West. In that incident, she had been reported by her son, who called police and said that his mom was off her rocker and left the house angry, saying that she was going to rob a bank. Well, in mid-June, authorities decided, instead of trying to keep Gooch locked up, that she would be released on bond with a set of special conditions, including no consumption of alcohol and no entry into any financial institution. Ooh, oh boy. Well, that is going to do it for our recap of the 10 most shocking current affairs cases of the first half of 2023. We will be back next week with our regular episode at its regular time. Until next time, I'm Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs. <laughs> <laughs>